welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 515. Please ignore her everything that I said at the beginning of this episode of how it's going to be a short one, because it's just a normal-sized <laughs> one. Normal-sized. Yeah, as you normal can see size. when you downloaded this. M- men have a hard time with the concept of size, so it's not surprising. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Usually they overestimate, not underestimate, though. <laughs> Try to be real. <laughs> I work with what I got. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I reviewed a great book that did. I did not see coming. You did. I'm excited to pick it up and read it, actually. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I'm going to pick up your book, too. So maybe we should just share books. And... I mean, isn't that the whole yeah. point <laughs> of this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> That's part of what started out. But yeah, we did that, and then not much news. But hey, it was some good book reviews. We filled we filled time, yeah, which is all that matters. <laughs> True. So to find out what we talked about, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode five hundred and fifteen. Suck on my back. <laughs> it's nothing to do with. I know this it's episode. so gross too. <laughs> if only people knew where that came. I know. From. Uh, no one will know. Well, I'm glad that you're in better spirits now. Yeah. You seem healthier. You know, a chiropractor and a physical therapist will do a lot for you when no one else will. <laughs> Well, not for free. Yeah. <laughs> That's for fucking sure. <laughs> it's better than shoulder surgery, though. Let me that, tell you. That's ya. true. That's one thing I used to always, because I have a bad back, and I still deal with a lot of that pain all the time. One of my doctor friends, like, I flat out started get, looking into, like, back surgery. I've heard some people have had back surgery, like, watching wrestlers and stuff, and they have their surgery, and then they're fine to wrestle again and stuff. But as my doctor friend told me, he's like, Surgery should never be a first option, and yeah. that has stuck with me so much because I've never truly had. I mean, I've with my eyeballs lately, but had to have real surgery stuff going right. on, and because your your parts that you have in your body should stay in your body. Yeah, they're supposed to be lifelong. Yeah, no, they're not always. <laughs> I have no gallbladder. I had that removed when I was like nineteen. Does that, but that's one of those non-functioning. Things. I mean, it does have a function, <laughs> but there are other parts of your body that will take over its job once it's removed from you. Welcome to Nate Gray's anatomy, <laughs> uh, or Gene Gray for people that would know more than Nate, but he's my favorite. Uh, yeah. Anyways, let's get into some nerdy talk. Okay. Uh, I don't know how long this episode will be, but every time we say that, it, it goes a, longer. We have a lot of, we can bullshit for ages. Yes. Did you read any books? Yes, I read one, okay. but I got to first start off with the reasons why. Okay. So, uh, last Friday, a new video game came out. Oh, yes. And holy fuck, is it amazing. Is it? But I only know that now because I bit the bullet and went and bought it see you know having you're poor yeah yes (laughs) originally my brother he's like ramen poor you guys (laughs) it's so sad i don't do much and yeah i realized though how much my drinking has gone down by not having money which is a good thing it's a good thing for your health yeah and i realized how much i've 
I partied a lot, yeah. even in my older age. I know. But you I, can go back and listen to many podcasts where I'm like, Tony, do you think maybe you shouldn't just be doing that all the time? <laughs> I have to hold up the, the drunk part of Drunk on Comics. But my brother was pre-ordered it, and he's like, I'll beat it, and then you could borrow it later. And also, I have a vacation coming up anyways uh, that... Yeah, that, that would have worked out, except for last Friday. I'm seeing all my friends mm. on Facebook, everyone just showing that they oh, bought the game. Even people I didn't FOMO, know. FOMO, did you? Real yeah. FOMO. Yeah. And then I was reading some reviews from people, like spoiler-free reviews, just to kind of get the feel of what the game is. And they're like, this is a masterpiece. This is going to be game of the year. And I'm just like, fuck. So Saturday, I went out and bought it. I'm just like, I don't know if I could wait even these couple weeks before the vacation yeah, I'm not going to bring it on vacation, but by that point, there's going to be so much stuff reviewed and talked about that I right. got to start now while stuff is fresh. And, oh my God, this has taken over my life. Yeah, There's so much I need to do packing before this vacation and... Cleaning his house, because let me tell too. you guys, <laughs> his job has really gotten in the way of him... <laughs> Taking care of his home. I did tackle laundry because I could easily do that and then pause for a quick minute. But the game, I know you're not a big gamer, but. You always say that. But, but when have you gamed lately? It's been a while, but so that's that, because. That's why I can say I, you're not a gamer anymore. I like particular games. I'm not as I'm not a Legends of Zelda player at all. I've never played any of them. Sad. And I know, I know that they're really good, and I know that they're beautiful. It's just those sort of games never really like interest me. I'm like a h- hardcore horror game Would fanatic. You be like, a... like I love Dead Space. I love Doom. Elden I played Ring? the fuck out of Fatal Frame. Like we're talking like full okay. on like horror games. Or Tomb Raider gotcha. is my jam. <laughs> I see what you got. Uh, this game, however. There's so much craft, so much you can do. Yeah. I've spent just hours searching because it's the same main map as Breath of the Wild. So in my mind, I remember where some things are at. Oh, I'm going to go visit this town or I know something's over here. Things have some things to switch uh, around a little bit, but ultimately I still know where I'm going. But again, with just like Breath of the Wild, I spent the first 40 hours just exploring, not even doing anything. And I kind of did that. And then I'm like, shit, the reason why I bought this, though, is to, to be do some of the yeah. story so I don't get that spoiled later. And I can do side quests whenever. So just starting to get back into the main thing. But it is honestly. Didn't somebody speed run it already? There's probably people that have, yeah, done the, because th- there's guides out now yeah. of people that, oh, this is how you can find this. But there's probably still some secrets that, Eh, maybe are still to be found. I guess if they're paid to do that, then yeah. But I still have a full-time job that I can't play every single day. Right. But I want to. I almost want to just call in, but got to pay the bills. So, yeah, the game is amazing. But that's the reason why I feel like I don't have as much to contribute today. But then again, as as I said, it will, it will probably turn into large discussions hour and a half that's the fast that's the speed run current fast hour no fucking way uh, i assume that's what that is i mean yeah that that would one be... hour 29 minutes 44 seconds i guess yeah speed runners know the glitches and how yeah. to clip through walls that so they 
27 minutes and 15 seconds. I will have to watch. I actually did watch a speed run of the first game um, that was like 27 minutes, like one of the fast times. I'm like, there's no way. And I actually, well, I sped through some of the stuff, but like really I was kind of intrigued of how some of these uh, speed runners do these tricks. It's one of those things in the gaming world that I care less. Right. But then I found this channel. It's called Summoning Salts. Actually, anyone that wants to... What uh, is it called? Summoning Salt. Summoning Salts. Take out the S at the end. Summoning Salt. This dude has a voice that is just... You just get drawn in. Ah. Sometimes when I'm watching some of these YouTube videos, I'm like messing around my computer, doing other things. Right. But it's one of those where you just kind of get enthralled. Oh. And this guy has a way to explain the history of of also speedruns. Like, this is the first person that we had dedicated to this. He goes into, because any speedrun has so many different rules. Like, you can't use, you know, healing items. Or you can't jump. Or just hard things mm. that people do to make right. them even harder. Right. He just normally takes a generic. Uh, Go as fast the main, as you can. The, ma- the main one. That they have, but even with uh, he has a lot of Mario Karts, which isn't necessarily uh, speed running, but like I mean, quickest lap. I was well, gonna say, isn't that the whole slaps. point of the game? Is and, to go and fast? he'll show and he'll show the people that like how they uh, were able to accomplish it on this track by finding this shortcuts this and shit, and, yeah. yeah, exploiting glitches. Well, even in the Mario games too, you can glitch through a wall and kind of get yeah. to Bowser really quickly and all that. So it's like. Yeah. It's not really playing the game, but it's. it's I would imagine they do it after they. You have to play the game through once. Oh, to know, yeah, to what know you're where doing everything and is. Find yeah. Stuff. So this is just like after they beat it. Yeah, but even sort of even finding uh, having this guy just talk to you, even some of the boring shit seems amazing, because of the way this guy does it. He puts out a video once every couple months too, mm. but they're well worth it. So summoning salt. Yes. On YouTube. Yeah. Pretty good if you like speed running. Uh, I don't even know why we got into that. Well, um, uh, yeah, again, tangents. It's, you where, started where on this because of your the comic book that you uh, presumably read has to do with Zelda. No, no, oh. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying why I felt like I didn't have a lot to talk about. I see. But okay, we already wasted a good. Uh, I know. Bunch of That's minutes. why you're like, this is gonna be short, and we just spent 20 minutes talking about your fucking game that you played. um yeah i will uh start off with uh my book which i was very confused by the title which is part of the reason why i decided to read this also the front uh book artwork cover looked kind of pretty sweet a giant kaiju fighting a giant zord type robot so that's what i was thinking i was getting into but it's called the giant it's not kaiju, and I didn't know how to like pronounce it. Maybe it's a new pronunciation for it. Like, it's K O K J U instead of like kaiju, like you would normally think of a giant, like, thing. Monster. I know how instinctively I want to pronounce that, but how? I don't think it's appropriate for how? the podcast. Okay, because we swear and all that. How would you? Pr- well, what? no, because <laughs> because it you said it's K O K J U. Yeah. Well, that's just like cockju, right? That's the thing. I I. Not pronouncing that at all right, but this thing, this starts off with a quote that also got me to be like, all right, this might be a fun book. 
Um, and I should say uh, to listeners, the second one just came out. So this is number one. Um, just getting into it, and it's good. But this is it J or Y? Uh, J. It should be. I put in K O K J U into Google, and K O K Y U came up. Cook that's, you. No, that's that's definitely a J. Okay. And let we'll put the giant. No, no. Uh, whatever. Anyways, we'll get to the pronunciation later. Uh, this quote starts off, if something doesn't make you laugh, no one can tell you why it's funny, and it's difficult to reason someone out of an erection. The great philosopher Roger Ebert. So I guess that's a quote for him. <laughs> and I, I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. Starts off San Francisco, and then you see this kaiju coming out of the water and coming to town and people screaming. There's a guy uh, it's just going thoom of him just demolishing cars and everything, and there's some guy... Looking at uh, the seismograph or whatever uh, for earthquakes and everything. And he goes, huh, the city's in for a good fucking. And I'm like, all right, so this is kind of more of an adult humor type uh, book. Yeah. And this thing is just destroying things. And this narrator is just talking about how this thing is just fucking over the city. But then it gets into even, (laughs) okay, I love this book. Just look at this panel lens for a quick sec, where the thing starts shitting out little demon spawns to start taking care of some of the humans um, that then they start coming up as like shit monsters and start rising and, well, they start destroying things. This whole book is just going on about this monster that, that arose and, I mean, I can't keep repeating the same line, but pretty much fucking the city. And I then realized how what you said is probably most true of how you pronounce this. Kaukju. Kaukju. Because they were fucked to death. And this panel right here, you can see why. Oh, my God. (laughs) This It's definitely the giant Kaukju. That is a barbarous penis. (laughs) (laughs) one can only only assume that the only thing that could defeat this monster is is an equally giant monster with a giant vagina see i don't know because they didn't even get to the the what how they're gonna fix all this this monster is roaring through the city and destroying everything but the government and other uh entities and smart people that be are talking about what they could do but it wasn't until, yeah, and it is a J because the dynamic, yeah, uh, Kakju, Kakju, that all made sense then. Again, I kept like trying to mispronounce. I was like, okay, that's just some random, yeah, no, makes total sense. Yeah. And I'm gonna read the synopsis for you from the okay. image website. Oh, also, too, because I picked this up just without knowing anything of it, just giant monsters. It's a mini series, so it's only three comics, which is beautiful. Only three, yeah. Okay, uh, and this be... one came out April. The first one came out April twelfth, so oh, the shit. second one might okay. be out. No, that's why I just said the second one just came. Oh, out. Oh, just came out May seventeenth. I'm reading this one yep. now. Yeah. Um. Okay. The Despicable Deadpool team. So it's uh Jerry Duggan and Scott Koblish, creators of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um. Reunite to give the world a giant monster attack story that movies and TVs are too squeamish. 
to show too squeamish to show you. This is a tale of woe about a monster with physical needs. It needs a restroom. It needs food too. And then most unfortunately, it needs sexual satisfaction. The only thing standing in its way are the men and women of science. We're proudly flying our M rating for violence, mild gore, sexual situations, nudity, dudity, turds, comedy, drama, and uh, some very tasteful swearing. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't like read that before reading this book because it was a whole experience that I just yeah. start laughing. Like, I bet. When you have a thought of what something should be and it's out of left field, but even better because it's funny, like... Yeah, my mind was blown. I really liked this book, and and that's why seeing the second one come out, I was like, "What is this book? Let's let's get the first one read yeah. it." Yeah, I didn't get a chance to read the second one before this because, well, as I explained, yeah. but I'm definitely going to. And yeah, and then there's only one more after yeah. that, so wrap it up hopefully in I a think pretty you, little bow. You would like it too. I'm you, of course year, I would. So yeah, yeah, it's it sounds perverted, and that's <laughs> my my thing. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Um, so I it's read the only a- thing that can satisfy your mom. <laughs> Burn. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't know either. It's very weird. <laughs> hey, I, I teach kids and I hear the yo mama jokes uh, still. Those and will I never like go that away. Those, yeah, they do never go away. Classics. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Your review. Uh, I read a bunch of books actually. Oh, none of them are like new though. Like I, I couldn't. I haven't been able to find anything new to pick up and read. Um, so I caught up and read the third issue of Phantom Road, which is the Jeff Lemire book. I reviewed the first issue. It's about the guy who gets in a car accident. He's a truck driver. He gets in a car accident with a car, and then they find themselves in like an alternate reality. That has like zombie type creatures okay. and stuff in it. It when I actually just re-listened to that review today, and basically my review was like, I mean, eh, it starts. It's a it's it's the start of a book sort of issue one, and the I'm in issue three now. And the funny thing about this book is like I feel like they're still doing setup, like which makes me feel like this, there's going to be a lot going on in this book because issue two and issue three kind of like issue three can introduces you to a whole new character and like you realize things about this character that's going to tie into the rest of the book but it's still there's just a lot of setup going on and i understand storytelling that a lot of it is set up and you get like your denouement right and then you get your resolution um but this just feels like a lot three issues in and you're still doing a lot of setup that's not to say it's not good. I trust Jeff Lemire fully. So I assume it's going to go somewhere good. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I hope so. And it, I, it's not boring. But it is also like I haven't really learned anything about this alternate world. It's just a lot of people who know about it. But you don't know why it's there, what it is, or how these people know about it. Yeah, like that mystery there seems interesting to me, but if it's going nowhere, like right. then it's kind of like yeah. So we'll see. I think so. The newest character they introduce is an FBI agent. So I'm hoping that with the introduction of that character, who also apparently had interacted with this alternate 
or this other dimension or whatever it is when she was a child. I'm hoping that that kind of brings everything all together and then we can start actually figuring out what this is. Or maybe Jeff Lemire's whole thing is like, I don't know what it is and you won't ever either. (laughs) It does seem like something he would do. Um, Latest issue of Saga came out. So you haven't probably read that one yet. I mean, it was good, of course. Um, the fourth issue of Where Monsters Lie, which is about the serial killers who lived in the little cul-de-sac-y oh, sort yeah. of gated community. That came out. That book is really good. Anybody who loves horror. You need to, uh, when we're done, because I'm going to forget and I don't have a pen now, the name of that. Because okay. I've been wanting to pick that up because yeah. you've talked about it enough. And every time I'm like, what the hell? I guess I could just go to my favorite podcast and listen and know the name. <laughs> but... <laughs> That would be too much work. Uh, yeah. Um, it's really good. <clears throat> the thing I really wanted to talk about, though, is the book I am still reading and probably have been reading for the longest currently, besides Saga, is Ice Cream Man. And I know I come in and intermittently review this, but it's because it's so fucking good. Still, I don't know how, um, God, what's his name? Uh, w. Maxwell Prince? Yeah. Um, how he does it, I don't know how where this is coming from. His mind is fucked up, is all I know. Because the shit that he comes up with is insane to me. So, a quick question, because I have read some randomly, mm-hmm. because I always felt this is uh, an anthology-type book. Yes. But is there anything, because you've read a lot more than I have. I've read all of them. Yeah. So, good, then you would know what I <laughs> Is there any, like, like stories that seem to go or they're all just different. There are things that the ice cream man obviously is throughout all of them. And there is another character that exists along with ice cream man. That's like his antithesis and antithesis um, that doesn't show up as often. And he actually showed up a lot more kind of earlier in the series and he hasn't been in there in a while. And I can't remember if something happened that caused that, but there will be things that happened in earlier books that are referenced okay. in newer books, but they're not important to the plot of the book you're reading. They just give you more enjoyment out of the book if you're like, oh, like Easter eggs, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and I feel like if you do, they're so good. Everyone should read all of them. Um, but if you have read all of them, you definitely get more out of each issue than if you haven't. Th- but that's not to say if you haven't read any of them, you should just pick one up. Because I think it doesn't matter. Because they are kind of that anthology style series. So like this one is called The Book of Necessary Monsters. So And its cover looks like, like one of those old school. Oh, yeah books that you used to get from like Barnes and Noble <laughs> that was like had like the cloth and, and gold foiled kind of cover to it and then like a picture smacked into the middle of it um, and basically the plot of the story is this guy is writing this book the guide to Nes- the book of necessary monsters and so it's him 
like it keeps shooting back to him, like sitting there trying to write the book and he keeps going to different places in his house to write it. Cause his wife keeps calling him to dinner and he has to go eat honey baked ham for dinner and cut up the ham so that his son who had lost the lower part of his jaw can eat, only eat it if he cuts it up into oh. small cubes. There's gonna. I'm gonna spoil this book because I think that the plot of this one was pretty interesting. But the rest of the book is the monsters and like very much like a encyclopedia of monsters. Oh, that's fun. Sort of way. So like the first one is the earworm, and it literally is exactly what you think it would be. It's an ear. It's a worm that goes into your ear that plays ridiculous songs <laughs> that make you go insane. Right. <laughs> um, the gum dream is one of them. So it's this kind of ambiguous monster that gives you nightmares and I've never had this nightmare but I'm assuming W. Maxwell Prince has had this nightmare where you're chewing gum and you go to get it out of your mouth and it won't stop. Oh, that... You just keep pulling more and more gum out of your mouth and I'm like, I have never had that dream. <laughs> but... um, And then, it, so it just, it goes through a bunch from Shameful Memory, King Spider, which is a bunch of spiders oh, yeah, made into I... a human... Um, the art oh. for that one is pretty cool. Yeah, I've never... I didn't think that's what a king spider would be. I yeah. was just thinking a giant spider, but nope. that's even more creepy. A bunch of spiders who form themselves into a, the Fuck. shape of a man. Can you imagine... That would be fucking terrifying. Like, because there's right. some sort of intelligence behind yeah. that. Yeah. And they're fucking spiders. Now, they did do that in Spider-Man in one of the um, s- events. There was Spider's Man, which was a bunch of spiders inside of a Spider-Man suit. Um, the time suck is one of them. The cabinet of medications, the chasm, freight train Dracula. This one actually refers to a book, uh, a character in a previous book. Okay. Um, so if you, that's interesting, then yeah. If so, if you read that one, you would know. But they describe it enough where you're like, oh, okay, I know what this is. But they they reference the characters in this actual article. So if you've read that one article page <laughs> um they're not real <laughs> none of these are real the yoga instructor and it's funny because some of them are actual monsters this one is like the yoga instructor who thinks that they're gonna give you a health a healthy way to get in shape but really just end up fucking your wife in front of you is that is the whole thing so clearly <laughs> clearly some of these monsters are just personal demons on the writer's account <laughs> Um, the woman in the wallpaper and the ice cream man is in here. So, and then the last one is the ever beckoning family. So this is the, the plays back into what he's experiencing the writer. So his literally it'll show him in his office, in the bathroom, in the crawl space, under the porch, in the attic, trying to write this book. And then he, his wife and his child keep calling him to dinner. And I'm like, is this, are these different days? Or is he just, like, not coming to dinner? Um, But really what it is is that his – spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. His wife and his child are dead. They got got bit by a spider who is part of the king spider and killed them. And they've just been sitting in the kitchen dead. The kid's lower jaw fell off from decomposition. Um, but he can still hear them calling to him to come have dinner. So that is the last monster that he is writing about. Um, it's just, 
I just, I can't even, it, it's so interesting and such a great way to present a story. And it's always like that in these books. It's always a new way of telling the story. It's doesn't ever feel redone or like he's just rehashing the same stuff over and over. It feels fun and fresh and new and horrifying every single time you read one of these. See, like this right now is is really feeling like some uh, H.P. Lovecraft, like an updated nowadays version of that. Yeah. And that's how I've always kind of felt reading some of these yes. stories, too, because yes. it's the insanity and the right. craziness. But he takes them into like a hyper-realistic sort of like, where H.P. Lovecraft is like the insanity of these these crazy monsters, right? And, and racism. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. Um, but the ice cream man books take something like there was this one that they, he did like one in maybe the first 10 that was about, um, people who were using heroin and like a very real situation that happens, but then turned it into this also like this horror sort of story. Mm -hmm. And yes, addiction is a horror story. And I think that's kind of the whole thing is like, he takes these real feelings that people have in these real situations that they find themselves in and makes it like even more horrifying. Mm -hmm. And this one sounds just amazing. Like, cause I like those sort of things with the little descriptions of like monsters. Yep. Yeah. I still have a Tobin's spirit guide from ghostbusters that it's written in a way that most of the, pages are just generic stuff but you get some of that like ghostbusters flair of like you know i forget who who wrote it i think egon wrote or did a update of it and they have little notes in it but yeah this is just interesting because even though they're all fake it's just fun to imagine and this person then put their personal touch on making this creature and monster right one and and yes they're all fake but no because like one of them, the time suck is literally like the things in your life that suck the time away from you. Your phone, your computer, these stupid TV shows that you sit down and watch 10 episodes of. Like things are just sucking the life out of you. The cabinet of medications. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who hasn't dabbled in recreationally taking opioids that are just in your cabinet because the dentist gave them to you one day, right? <laughs> But no, seriously, I mean, have you ever gone to a friend's house and opened up their medicine cabinet just to see what was in it? Uh, it's the call of the yeah, cabinet. I, I have to say that I have done that once randomly, but I don't even know why I did it. It's the call of the cabinet of medications, yeah. Tony. <laughs> yeah, that, that is that's true. what it is. That's, the, that's what they say in this. <laughs> Anyway, real good. Uh, good Definitely, if you haven't read Ice Cream Man and I haven't convinced you to do it yet, just uh, just grab one and and read it. I don't think you'll be disappointed unless you're not. It's not your jam. Maybe you're not into scary stuff. Well, like I said, I've I've picked up a couple randomly. I'm glad that I don't have to go back to read them all to get this one, but I will go back and pick up this one just because this one sounds really interesting. Real good. So that's what I got. That's what I got for you. Cool, cool. Um, I did actually catch up. There's, I think there's one I haven't read yet of the uh, new I Hate Fairyland series with the adult Gertrude. Um, 
and I like the way it's going. So okay, it's a good yeah, sequel to the series. It's not disappointing at all. Uh, it was kind of like I don't. I haven't gotten into this new one because it's like I don't know why. I do like stories to continue, but yeah. sometimes I feel like stories don't need to. And it's the the play on that she like instantly aged up when she got over back into the real world and has lived a real shitty life because she has no skills at all. It was an interesting take on it, and and I thought a good lead into the actual story itself. So that's cool. That is what I have for you. All right. Today. Well, we will get into some news. News. Um, so two things involving Disney, Disney, and kind of canceling, closing things. So I guess one big thing that they just kind of put out there is that they're canceling a one billion dollar project in Florida, mm. kind of to do with the whole with yeah with the governor yeah. and why that's a thing. And as everyone comments, don't fuck with the mouse. And although that's always been said tongue in cheek before. Literally, I don't. Th- I can't think of another company entity that is bigger than Disney. Like everyone's Disney. gobbling up everything. Amazon. I mean, Warner Brothers. You know, and with Time Discovery and stuff, is pretty huge uh, monopoly of itself because that's what these things are. But Disney also has a shit ton when they bought Fox and mm-hmm. and everything else small that that doesn't make the news. Yeah, and. Even without what they own, they just have a lot of money because of the theme parks and everything. So why someone would want to go to war with Disney is beyond me. But, hey, that's a thing that's happening. And it's a it's an and not to get political because we try not to on this podcast. Um, But it's an it's an it's a safe. I hate to say it, but it's kind of a safe target because like you can say the governor of Florida is small potatoes to Disney. So he could say whatever he wants, and they're just going to be like, what the fuck ever, dude? Yeah. We're going to be here long past your death. Yep. So say what you want, but I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. So <clears throat> it's, a, it's an easy way for somebody like DeSantis to state his position and win over some people to his cause um, without actually having to do a fucking thing. Yeah. So. The other big thing that Disney's doing that has just been announced is they're closing uh, their giant Star Cruiser, uh, Star Wars Galactic Galaxy Star Cruiser Hotel. Oh. So this was, I can't remember the price tag, but it was fucking expensive per night. Because this is a full-on, like, when you're at this hotel, everything is, interact like, the people that are working there, you feel like you're on a, a Star Cruiser. That's, like, on paper and just the experience Sounds of the few awesome. people. But it's the price tag, yeah. and people aren't paying it. So they are closing that down, and they're just going to turn it into another themed hotel. Mm. So they'll, I mean, they have all the decor there anyways, just they won't employ all the people that were you know, staff actors gotcha. and all that and all that. They'll probably have some interaction stuff. If it's there, why kill it, but just make it less. Yeah. Less of what it was intended to be, which is sad, but good because yeah. if the price comes down, that would 
be probably the hotel that I'd want to stay at just because it seemed easy if it's more reasonable. Right. And I still would have loved to have a full on interactive experience. Yeah. But yeah. at the same point for that price, there's other places I could go. Yeah. Also, I, uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to have the full interactive experience. Like I would enjoy well, for, for a night. I wouldn't want to stay there a whole, right. like uh, 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 the whole time yes. I'm at Disney. Cause then you're missing out on the hotel when you're at the parks. Right. But even in my, like, if I just spent all day at the the Magic Kingdom and I come back to the hotel and I have to deal with people being like Star Warsy, I might be like, uh, can we not do this right now? <laughs> I just need a break from all of this that is happening. So I, I think the idea of just a Star Wars themed hotel is awesome. I don't need to feel like I'm going into a galaxy far, far away. Um, speaking of galaxies, and uh, that's a dumb segue. <laughs> Never mind. Where are you going? Trying to transition it to the next. Where are you going, Tony? So, uh, Mortal Kombat has been around for ages. Last yep. year was its 30th anniversary. Most people were thinking they were going to have a new game announced then. Unfortunately, it's coming out this year, and there's two games rumored to be coming out. Well, one I know for sure. Uh, it's Mortal Kombat 1. I'm less uh, knowledgeable on that compared to Mortal Kombat 12, which would continue on what those stories have gone to. Uh, stories. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different <laughs> tournaments, different people and leaders. But one of the things that I had learned was in the last Mortal Kombat, uh, Liu Kang uh, took over Raiden's role mm -hmm. as the Earth Realm's like god. But because he won the tournament, he's like a big god, and the world is recreated in his thought, image, mindset of what it should be. So there's similarities, but differences. That's all I know about what this Mortal Kombat 1 would be, and whether that's going to go into Mortal Kombat 12, or if I'm just fucking up and mixing up which ones. But I do know, for this Mortal Kombat 1, I do know that Liu Kang is at least the god uh, of this neither realm tournament mm -hmm. and it's going to be going back to kind of reimagining or kind of a reboot so to say because the lore of mortal Kombat has so convoluted of now this guy like yeah i never know. followed this and i can't even remember those. half the names like yeah. uh shao shao khan was uh yeah, I'm gonna fuck up ah, with the names. Yeah, I think that was the uh, big big guy with the with the shoulder pads and everything. What was that? The first guy that wasn't Shao. Eh. Anyways, Shao Kahn. Yeah. yeah, got the big hammer. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that that became then. But who was the guy before him that was the first original bad guy of Mortal Kombat? Uh, um, Shao. I thought this maybe it was Shao. It wasn't Liu Kang. It was. I can't believe I'm blanking on this because I love Mortal Kombat, but I haven't played it in ages. Anyways, you have all those things going on in the background of the different stuff. So this will be interesting to, yeah, some of the people that died can now come back and be reborn. And let's start over from the beginning. Uh, and one of the people that is going to be added to Mortal Kombat 1 is Jean-Claude Van Damme. I just saw that. <laughs> Which, to be honest, like, 
he back in his heyday would have been a great uh, Johnny Cage, who I have heard they're going forward with another movie to continue off the last one that was shitty but good. Uh, when the newest Mortal, Mortal Kombat came out uh, last year or two years ago, mm-hmm. I know me and my buddies got together to watch it, and we had fun. Oh yeah, that's watching right. the death and gore. It was like free on HBO Max. Yeah, at the time. yeah, yeah. And again, the new person that they implanted in as like the surrogate for us to like see him rise was so fucking dumb. You should have just made him Johnny Cage or another character that's in the game, not yeah. a new person, because no one cares about random person we want the stars from the games but adding jean-claude van damme to this just seems to make sense too if you're gonna have a whole new realm why not take one of the most known kind of fighter persons and right. throw them on in there who isn't also a sex trafficker what who steven skull oh god yeah i forgot about <laughs> well i don't think he's or gotten really good anyway. <laughs> yeah i think he lives in russia now anyway that's what I've heard, and then a lot of his uh, movies have been paid for by that. Yeah. Whatever. Um, something I'm looking forward to is Futurama reboot for its, like, sixth or seventh time. In, reboot or, or just come continuation? Back out of, yeah, okay, come back out of cancellation. We did. We talked about this, right? Yes. Because it, that show ended so well. I remember we had this yeah. whole thing because that show ended so well. Yeah. So what it, I'm bringing up is it's going to premiere this summer on Hulu. Oh. Um, Exciting. I don't have an exact date of when it's coming out, but it's this summer. Which will be fun. Yeah, I love Futurama. It'll be interesting be to see how they episodes. manage. I hope it's good enough to where it can continue to go yeah. because it was such smart writing. Yeah. The reason why I hate Big Bang Theory. First season, amazing. Smart writing. And then it got dumbed down. Sure. And fuck. We're probably going to have 20 more Big Bang Theories with the writer strike and everything coming out. From dumb AI robots that yeah. replace them and yeah. dick and fart jokes. But Futurama has always stood the test of time. You can still watch that and probably see things you never noticed before and just have fun. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Don't need to dumb down. Agreed. Don't need to dumb down things like Marvel does. Uh, we'll get into that Miss Marvel thing that you brought up. Yeah. So um, they killed off Miss Marvel. <laughs> No, not yet. I, I don't think that issue's come out yet. It's, it was or in the Spider-Man, yeah. No, that issue. So, so she's an ancillary character in the Spider-Man comic, and I'm pretty sure that one just came out. It would be weird that they dropped that they killed her off and without the book having come out. Well, then it must have just come out like probably today then or something. Possibly. You know, they always Yesterday. sometimes tease those things. Yeah. And... It would be a, that would be a real plot twist to kind of drop... Before the book came out. Well, they did that when Professor X died. Remember that? New York Times broke that that thing. I would imagine I would hope that they would have learned their lesson. But so she sacrifices herself in in the Spider-Man book. There is going to be like a single issue that comes out in the summer that is about her death and kind of like a a whole like I'm I'm assuming like a funeral type um, comic. But we also have the Marvels coming out this summer and you can't have a. A character dead in Marvel comics and have them in the yeah. movies, but synergistically, what, and so synergistically, 
this is the way for Marvel to then somehow make her a mutant, which I don't want them to do that. Logistically doesn't make sense, right? I mean, because and, and she got her powers too. she got her powers from the cloud. Yeah, which so, means she had latent inhuman DNA in her. Yep. Right? So she got what, her powers from the inhuman cloud. And, and they've established we, that that cloud would kill mutants. mutants. Right. So she can't be a mutant. But one can only assume that they're going to somehow explain that away. And then the mutants are going to resurrect her through the protocol. I mean, because th- they can resurrect people now. They've, they've right. made it known right. that they can as long as yeah. they have the files in uh, Cerebro. But... This one just seemed like, or they rewrite her DNA to make her, but why would they, no mutant would want to make someone else a mutant that wasn't a mutant, because right. that's not, right. yeah. I I do have to say, I did see a bunch of articles about people being upset, because she is their only Muslim character, and now they've killed her off. And to those people, I understand your feelings, but you should know that this is not permanent. Yeah. She is coming back. It'll be... Okay. <laughs> We've been through this before. There's almost no characters that have died and never come back. And Very when she comes few. back, it will be one of those big surprises yes. of, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. And she'll be more powerful than ever mm-hmm. and full of more heart than ever. So it'll be just, it'll be okay. Just know that it'll be okay. <laughs> I just though don't think that was a character that needed to, die especially if you do have these movies coming out and everything yeah it it doesn't make sense the timing wise i think i think because she she is the sort of character in the marvel universe in the comics that is like the heart of things it's like when Jean died in the 70s right she was the heart of the x-men so when she died that was a big thing then it was impactful so having having kamala sacrifice herself and the heart of the Marvel universe dead is kind of one of the most impactful things you can do in a story at this point. Um, But as we all know, it's not going to be forever. There's just no way. There's no way it's going to be forever. I think I also mentioned another death uh, coming out death of the venom verse, but that's going to be a thing this summer too. one of the big uh, event books, Uh. which Thank fucking God. Get rid of it. I Venom, it's over. Yeah, Like the first time, it was fun. Yeah. And even I could see some random books come out later of, okay, who this person get a Venom symbol. That'd be cool. But it was one of those things back in the day that you always speculated who could possibly get that, the the symbiote, and what would that do to enhance their abilities. So, yes, it was always fun to think about. But now that everyone's gotten one and – there's so many of them it it lost all of its luster yeah but yeah you know what dc's got coming out this summer that you will enjoy what uh nort's illustrated swimsuit edition what nort's illustrated what's nort nort knee smacker is a old school green lantern who looks like a dog okay um and apparently they're just doing it. The DC's doing a, a swimsuit issue of a dog. No, he's just oh. the guy that. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's just the guy that's name is on it. Nort. I'm sure there's some sort of stupid storyline that has to go along with it. Maybe he shows up in some of the pinups, but 
these are your favorite sort of books. And we don't usually get them from the big two, the swimsuit issues. It's not my favorite, it but favorite. it's it's good it? art. Yes. Like mm-hmm. around, well, I it doesn't even need to be swimsuit. If they had the, the books that they, Halloween seems to be the only other time that they do right. something like this in costume, I would go for even a Christmas, like, one of just family, like, pictures of people like Fantastic Four or, like, Jean Grey and Scott, you know. Like, right. that would be a fun thing, but swimsuit editions always sell. Yes. Norts Illustrated. Get it? Because it's supposed to be, like, Sports Illustrated. Oh. Swimsuit okay. edition. Um, so it's going to be a whopping 48 pages. It comes out at the end of August. Um and there is lot there's lots of thirst trap action going on in some of these pages. I've I've perused a few and they got stuff from people who like both males and females <laughs> in here for sure. Um but yeah, so I thought I'd let you know, mark your calendar, August 29th, you get the DC pinup and it's funny because they actually go into the um the idea of the swimsuit special apparently is a comic book tradition dating back to the 1980s when comic news magazine Amazing Heroes would have an annual swimsuit edition offering artists a chance to do pinups of their favorite characters. And then in the 1990s, Marvel did a whole series of swimsuit specials. And they were actually supposed to do one in 2019 and they canceled it. Um, who knows why? So yeah, DC's DC's got some thirst trap action coming your way. Do you have any other other news that you found? Have you watched this is not news. Have you watched Muppets Mayhem? Fuck, I forgot. I I told you how much I want to watch it and then I just yeah. forgot that it's really good. Yes. It's really really good. I didn't know if you were going to actually watch yeah, it. Yeah, we've been watching it. I haven't awesome. we've been watching a little like we it's all out there on Disney Plus. But we, instead of binge watching it, we've just been watching a couple at a time. But it is really good. The last one had Cheech and Chong in it. It was amazing. <laughs> it's definitely not for like little kids could watch it because the references would go right over their head. It's not like sexual or anything like that. But there are a lot of things in it where like it's for adults. People that grew up with the Muppet show yeah. kind of know some of the extras that are right. on it. Okay. There's this whole, and this is going to be a little bit spoilery, but not not too much. There's this whole episode where the band is having a hard time trying to write new songs, so they go take a trip to Joshua Tree, to the desert. And... Um, they get there and they realize that the living situation, the house they rented or whatever, isn't what it was meant to be. So they end up all just out around a fire um, and they find these marshmallows on the property. They're like, oh, at least they left us marshmallows and they eat them. But then they realize that they're like from the 90s. So they're very expired. And then they have this whole drug <laughs> trip sequence because of the expired marshmallows. And I'm like, this is how you do drugs in a kid's movie. That's funny. <laughs> It's really good. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, I have one last thing. Uh, So we've talked many times of what might happen with Kang and whether being recast or anything. And the new rumor coming out is that it might all be solved uh, at the end of Loki season two. Hmm. Which, honestly, like, 
since that is the next big thing that's going to have Kang on it and none of the other movies have kind of started filming to have him as the bad guy, that does make perfect sense. If they're going to make a decision and no decision has been made yet that anyone knows of, just the rumors are somehow the ending of what they already had planned with Loki season two, all they need to do is film a quick scene and could tack it on or even just have it go in the way of if this version of Kang gets killed, opens up some other faces to play Kang or whatever in the universe. So again, don't know all, but that could just be rumors to get people to want to watch Loki season two, but it'll be interesting on how they handle this and what comes of it. Right. Again, because the court date, I think, is still pending or whatever. I guess I haven't heard anything major that has come out of. Major. Damn. I didn't even notice <laughs> I made that, that joke. That was an unintended pun. First time ever. Oh, and then uh, last thing I want to talk about is. So, you know, uh, Marvel Legends comes out with the their replicas oh the toys yeah yeah yeah. Well, but they're replicas they're not right. toys the replicas of what of like so the eye of agamotto or like a real tesseract cube like okay movie like the replicas right. they also of have action figures thing. under the marvel legends line. yeah yeah but those aren't replicas because those people aren't real <laughs> <laughs> i guess is my point in some multiverse they are <laughs> You're so, talking about the actual items. Yeah. Okay. And, and like Iron Man helmet or yeah. um, Black Panther helmet. Like they have a lot of helmets. Sure. And this is. Thor's hammer. This is another helmet. Hulk so hands. this is the Magneto from X-Men 97. Oh. oh. And it looks pretty, pretty nice. Oh. I also kind of like thinking like I would really love the white version because that suit rock oh, that Magneto yeah. had. So fucking iconic. Well. This is more iconic, but that one is just yeah. so sweet. But this one, I I really like the way it looks. Uh, could easily fit on anyone's head because one of, some of the other ones just when they're the full mask, like if it doesn't fit, like this just seems to because it has the eye holes yeah. in them. If you got a if you got a big head, nose, this might, yeah, this might fit you a little bit better. <laughs> And uh, like all the helmets, uh, they are usually around a hundred bucks. Sometimes they're hundred and thirty or whatever. If they're a little more premium stuff, this is coming out at a hundred bucks. Nice. So uh, pre-orders can be uh, made now, and uh, you can yeah. be Magneto for Halloween. Yeah, I like I said, I dig it. It's it's one of those things where again, because I'm poor, I can't. I just yeah, kind of shouldn't. mind window shop. Yeah, and yeah, I don't need. No. But no. I, I still want the Iron Man helmet, but only thing that goes on sale is the War Machine one. And I'm like, no one wants the War Machine one. <laughs> no one wants to be Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> He's the backup Iron Man. He sold out to the government. <laughs> <laughs> that is honestly how I always felt about it, too. Oh, but uh, yeah, that's it for me. I got nothing else as well. Well, damn. I was going to say we almost made it an hour. We did go a lot longer than I thought, but a lot of that's filler of me saying that we're going to go short just to try to pump up the numbers. I'd say we're going to take another little break because Joni's going on a fabulous vacation overseas. But with the sporadic, sporadic, 
as sporadically. Oh, I, I'm, I'm rubbing off on you spra- there. I'm just trying to figure out how I want to say this word. As sporadically as Tony posts these podcasts, it doesn't really fucking matter. This might come out next week. It might come out in July. And he'll already have been back from vacation. <laughs> So with that, stay thirsty for the next episode to be posted. 